boxer shorts or blazer. Come dressed as you are at webmasterradio.fm. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this fabulous edition of Cover Story, hosted by myself, Brandy Shapiro-Babbin, and uh, the wonderful crew over at PR Web. I don't believe that we have David with us today, but we absolutely and positively have the super charming Mick Jolly. Well, thank you, Brandy. How are you? I appreciate the introduction there. (laughs) He's super charming. Super charming. I I like that. We like that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll call you um, SCM, Super Charming Nick. (laughs) It's acronym day today on Cover Story. (laughs) Crack the code. There you go. How are you today? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I tell you, we're we're having a good time out here on the West Coast, um, particularly uh, Pierre Webb. Some new things ahead that we're excited about. Too early to talk about them, but lots no. of fun things ahead. Come on, we're all about the exclusive here. Oh, give it up, yeah, give it well, up. When, when, it's, when it's time to, to speak on a few of these things, we'll give you an exclusive. No two ways about it, Randy, no. but uh, well, it's an no, just, just outstanding opportunities. <laughs> so. And I'm excited about our guest, uh, speaking of you know opportunities, an opportunity to learn from uh, Matt Basic, who, if I'm pronouncing his name right, I've ta- talked to Matt on the phone a while back. I prefer Basic. I, basic, okay. And, uh, and beyond that, I... Um, been following a lot of uh, Matt's email blast over the last, I don't know what it's been, probably four months, five months since I was introduced to Matt. And the man's full of information, outstanding information, great uh, great expertise in what he does. And, and, and beyond that, he comes with, uh, I think I was explaining a little bit before to you, he comes with a really strong background in some of his uh, accomplishments and who he's worked with, who he's, who he's helped uh, assist and promote. And, and uh, I think he understands the concept of helping others and 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 blessings and benefits come back in return he, he exhibits that with some of his efforts so yeah. i'm excited about it an opportunity again to learn from another great uh, being in the business world so no that's awesome and you know well and i think you and i are all about this mick what you give out is what you get back so we're all about you know helping other people because when you when you help other people you help foster yourself too so that's that's a terrific thing so we're going to crack that boy open like a piggy bank the week before christmas <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See what kind of uh, treasures and gifts we can acquire today. Exactly, exactly. So what do you think? Do we make them sit and wait, or do we bring them on now? Let's let's bring Matt out, and I'm I'm ready to, to have him share his story with everybody. Cool. Hey, Matt. Hey. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. God, you guys have, like, you sound alike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Matt do most of the talking, so you'll know it's him. <laughs> no, it's crazy. You guys sound almost identical. <laughs> And I was thinking that picture up on your site, Matt, sort of looked a little bit like Mick, too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's a little better looking guy. 
NPR web wouldn't put my picture on the side. See, you know, it's hard. So that'd be bad PR or what? Bad PR. Bad PR. <laughs> oh, all right. So, you know, uh, 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 well, Randy see me. She knows better. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about me, too, since you say we do look alike. So I, I guess I mean, I'll take my site down. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so, you're chil- doing well. you're doing so very children, well. this is a lesson in. <laughs> That's horrible. You know what? Matt, you know, your picture on your site, you do look like Mick. Mick, who's a very happily married man, um, I have to say, and I'm a very happily married woman, is, um, I think, is a very attractive man. So the both of you are very attractive. I know for a fact that Mick is smart. So, you know, here you go. Well, thank you again, Brandy. I, I was I was happy with charming. So hey, <laughs> you got I got you a charming. I have huh? attractive too now. So that's great. <laughs> and I, and if I'm in company with Matt, I'm in I'm in very good company. All right. So listen, we're gonna let's quit this love fest thing. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting any compliments. So oh well, hey, Brandy, we're, oh, we're, we're great. We're glad you're here. <laughs> we we love your show. Yeah, we love it's your show too, freak. <laughs> so anyway, so Matt, just so people know a little bit, can you tell us a Let's go back to the beginning, give uh, our listeners a little bit of background as to who you are and where you've come from. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I don't want to go all the way back to the beginning, but I did start my first business when I was 12, so I've been in the entrepreneurial world for a, for a long time now and um, started three or four or five. Actually, I think this is my seventh company now. Wow. And I was a marketing major in school, but I also was a techni- got my technical degree uh, while I was doing it. So I actually jumped from school to school. I went to a, a, a college there, got my CCNA, and went to Cisco's Academy, got picked up by Microsoft, Cisco, and IBM right out of college and ended up going with Cisco. Hey, but, smart boy. Uh, I chose I chose to take another path and just start my business again because I can I I was making more money in college than most people <laughs> with my businesses than you know I was as soon as I got out of school so I ended up going on the path and I ended up finding um, my story and I don't want to get into it but my story kind of resembled a lot of um, a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad and I don't, <laughs> I don't know okay. if you're familiar with that but no. you know the age of twelve and and things like that and. Uh, so Robert Kiyosaki's organization actually gave me a call and asked me to come to one of their events, and I started to put on these cash flow one-on-one events all over the country. And we were doing things, and it was absolutely amazing. We were doing things, teaching people about the beliefs and strategies about money. But as I was doing that, I started noticing that people were coming to my seminars, not just to listen to me speak of that, but try to figure out how I was doing what I was doing. Because when I was sending out, I would send out emails, let's say, Today is Wednesday, so we, we all decided we are going to do a seminar on Saturday. I would send out an email, and on Saturday, we'd have 50 to 100 people in the room. That's and awesome. And people were just like, how are you doing this? So they were trying to figure out my systems and what I was creating and how I was creating that. And not only you know that, I created an online magazine, which I, had, I was getting about 750 to 1,000 people a day subscribing to. Hey, Matt. Yes. I want to take you back for a second. Okay. Because I want to understand. Because at the age of 12, you started your first company and you had employees. I want to know who your employees were. <laughs> Actually, they were my neighbors. I, had a, I started a paper route and I started delivering um, papers. But as I was delivering papers, what I ended up doing was I realized that they need, a lot of the people that I was delivering papers to and I was collecting money from, that they need to get their yards mowed too. So at the age of 12, and it's kind of a show my age, but I, just, I created my company called uh, Grassbusters. Ghostbusters just came out. So uh, oh, we created it. Right, we're all the same age. So. <laughs> there we go. So Grassbusters just came out, and I just called it, gra- uh, called it Grassbusters. And um, what I ended up doing was as I would collect, I would collect money. I had paper out. I had school. I had everything else. And I just didn't have time to mow the grass. So I ended up hiring, I, I charged a $20 a yard, and I ended up hiring my neighbor for $5 an hour to do it. I ended up getting a couple more neighbors to do it after a while because it kept on growing. But I ended up, I was, I was bringing in an extra 15 
dollars a you know a yard extra positive cash flow, you know, off of every account because it only take them one hour to do it. Good for you. I, it's just interesting to see, uh, you know, it's interesting to see how the mind works at a young age, mm-hmm. and sort of how people, you know, y- y- if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you have an entrepreneurial spirit. So thank you. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Okay, so now you're brought in to do these seminars mm-hmm. on very specific topics, and people aren't as interested in what it is that you have to say is how you're packing the room. Mm-hmm. So that led you to your your next sort of um, charter in life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I created Millionaire Minutes, which is uh, an online magazine, you know, with wealth. I would meet billionaires and multi- I would actually I'd meet millionaires and be in a room with billionaires and I was just kind of sharing what I was learning. As I was wait, wait, wait. I want to know, how did you get in contact with millionaires and billionaires? Uh, typically, a lot of times it was just because I was who I was hanging out with. Um, a lot of the people kind of, uh, I, I would get phone calls, and really what would happen was I'd get a phone call from somebody from Kiyosaki's organization, and they would say, hey, look, we're meeting here, and if it was, you know, they're meeting tomorrow, I'd jump on a plane and go meet them. So I'd be in, involved in the room, and I was supposed to be a fly on the wall, but I got to meet the people and learn, um, the, you know, how they were thinking, what they were doing. This one guy raised, a, you know, a billion dollars on Wall Street, and I just remember, like, leaving there, and I said, how did you do it? And it really has to do with marketing. And he said to me this, he said, Matt, you know, this is how I did it. He raised a billion dollars on Wall Street, and he said to me, he goes, you know what? He goes, here's how I did it. He said, first, you find out what they want. The second, you go get it. And third, you give it to them. And I was like, that is too simple. <laughs> yeah, but how do you, all right, but that's inter- That's all great information, but how do you qualify what it is that someone wants? Well, you, you want to, you know, a lot of times you can find out, especially like online, with your, you know, with online right now, the biggest thing, you're getting feedback all the time from, you know, whoever you're, you're hanging out with, maybe it's, or even your people on your email list or people that you're talking to, people are, you know, even right now, maybe the listeners are giving you feedback, you know, with this show was extremely well, I really enjoyed it, you know, things like that. So you're always getting feedback in, in some way. And that's kind of a, you know, you kind of can filter through that and figure out in a way what people do want. Yeah, but you know what? Let me ask you, I mean, but, but truly, because I think this is very important. Mm-hmm. I think people given the opportunity to tell you what they want, I think two things. I think that a lot of times there's confusion about the difference between what people think they want mm-hmm. versus what they truly want. Mm-hmm. And the ability for, yes, you to ferret through. If you're talking about a man that raised a billion dollars, that means that he had to go out and A, create tremendous credibility in himself that people are willing to give him that kind of funding and to really um, be extremely focused in what those people's needs are. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? So how do you qualify that? I mean, this is your expertise. How do you qualify that? Well, I think a lot of times, you know, to qualify, you know, a lot of times you're going to find it depending on different ways. I mean, like, let's say this. I mean, let's say, you know, for five, you know, I, I'm looking to raise, you know, well, let's say $100,000. I mean, let's even make it lower. Let's say you, you want to bring it down to $1,000, if people aren't willing to give it to you, then you've got to change something. So that's feedback in itself, and to find out that this is in it, why. And then just asking the question, why, um, it will really help out, or what was it inside here that, you know, asking powerful questions, you know, what, what you know, starting it off with what, um, you know, starting your whole question off with what, or starting your whole question off with how. You know, how can I do this? How can I make this so that it's, you know, something that you would be interested in investing in? Or, you know, what was in, what was in here? You know, asking, you know, real powerful questions. They usually start off with what and how and using it that way. And that's Excellent. one thing that I learned from him. And, and wow. And how about, how about establishing that credibility and rolling people, I think, is so important. Getting them excited, getting them on the same page as you so that they feel like they're part of the process and they want to help you succeed or in turn hopefully help themselves succeed. Well, a lot of times, you know, your enthusiasm shows through. And a lot of people will feel that, but you know, also, you know, testimonial testimonials or or kind of, 
you know, you could use things like testimonials that really work well, or not only even that, just saying, hey, listen, and I've seen, seen people do this a lot of times, hey, listen, this person's on board, this person's doing it, you know, it, you know and you're kind of, you know, telling them who else is involved, as long as they say it's, you know, perfectly all right, you know, for example, with testimonials and things like that, you know, you'll start attracting the people. And they, they, people talk. That's a big thing. Right, 100%. So what you're saying is if you can attract people who have um, like a large presence in a specific industry or they're credible people for me to turn around and go, hey, I just like perfect example. You know, hey, we've got this entity called webmasterradio.fm. It's all of these various original programming radio shows that have to do with people meeting, exceeding their goals with their online business. And guess what? You know, I co-host a radio show with the president and the president or the vice president of PR web in regard to public relations. It doesn't get any more credible than that. Right, and perception is reality, too. And, uh, you know, for example, a good friend of mine, he actually had a radio show in New York, and he had, like, four listeners, but everybody thought he had, like, this huge, huge um, thing, and he sold hundreds of thousands of books. He became a number one international bestseller just because of, you know, his radio show. But how do you think that works? Let me ask you a question. If you've got a radio show that nobody's listening to, and you've got a solid... Um, you know, a piece of property, like a book. Mm-hmm. How is it that you can create this buzz for yourself with a radio show that no one listens to, but yet, which I'm sure the radio show is free of the listening audience, but yet sell all of these hard copies of books based on a show that's pretty non-existent? Right. Well, pretty much if you head down to, like, for example, when he came down to Atlanta, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, he's got, you know, it's just more of the perception, the perception of having a radio station in there. And the way that he did it, and even if you noticed, he, well, and, he, and you don't know the person I'm talking about, he's a good, <laughs> one of my best friends Exploit is Mike him. Littman. And it's Mike Littman. He wrote okay. Conversations with Millionaires. And, you know, even if you think about how he did it, is he created an online, he created an online magazine, a newsletter that people started receiving. And on the bottom, he said, you know, uh, he put on the bottom, you know, uh, you know, radio, New York radio, New York radio show host, and people like you know, success radio show host, and people just perceived it as wow, you know, I'm, I'm talking to the man, you know. So, Matt, what you're what you're explaining or expressing to the audience is, is uh, this individual he creates his radio show uh, that establishes local uh, or a, a local name, in essence, whether the locals are really aware of it or not. When he transfers that image to a whole other community, in in a different context. He brings with him that part of his uh, resume of life, if you will, yeah. as, as a radio show host in, in, with a New York audience. And so the perception in Atlanta or L.A. or any other city is, wow, this guy's you know somebody of importance in his community. So therefore, and, and you know, I kind of buy into that. It's kind of the uh, well, uh, in, let me the give idea you... that nobody's ever considered an expert in their own home, you know. It's, right, they're always the from afar. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. And the, the same thing, I mean, just think about it. I grew up in Ohio. I mean, I, I, I use this as an example. I grew up in Ohio. I moved down to Alabama and uh, lived in Alabama for a while. But when I chose, when I moved, I chose to become whoever I wanted to become or who I, who I wanted people to perceive me from. So I only told people stories of, of things in my life that I wanted them to hear. Then later on, I ended up moving to a college. And when I went to college, uh, you know, I went to college. I I became somebody different. Actually, I became the nerd. I, be, you know, that's who I wanted to become. When I was in school, I was the guy that you wanted. If you wanted to know where the parties were at, you'd ask me in high school. You know, the different was when I went to school. And if you go to Eden, then when I came to Atlanta, I decided, you know what, I'm going to come here. I'm going to make my first million. And a lot of people perceive. And it's interesting is nobody knows my past. But if you ever got all the people back in the room together, like the people that I knew from Ohio and the people that I knew from Alabama and the people I knew from college and the people I know from here, they'll all have different perceptions of me. Oh, 100%. And I think in order to survive in this world, to an extent, too, you need to be a chameleon. Yeah. You know, you can't be all things to all people, but you can, 
you can portray different portions of yourself to different publics so that you can, you know, they, you can help people meet their ends as well as yourself. Absolutely. Which is pretty cool. That's really, you know, but that is true. That is true how, you know, different scenarios bring out different parts of you. Mm. What, are you a Buckhead boy? No. Okay. I do have a condo down there. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a Buckhead boy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, the yuppie, cool, you know, I've arrived address. That's cool. <laughs> well, I had my condo there until I got married, and then I moved up north. Oh. So I have a house up north. There is, I'm, I'm sort of digressing for a second, but there is a part of Atlanta. What is it called? Um, it's a real neighborhood, right in the city. And I just love it. All the houses are... Emory? No. Oh, goodness. I can't remember the name of it. They have a really great place for clam chowder. Oh, yeah. oh that is Buckhead. No, 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 no. There's a great clam chowder place if you guys ever oh. go there. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Give it. laughs> um, okay, so, but, all right. So let, let's back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So now, all right, so now... You know, we're talking about meeting the right people, mm -hmm. crafting your image such that those people will want to champion you. Mm -hmm. What, what, like, Yari, you said, okay, now I'm, uh, you went from the party guy to the nerd. Mm -hmm. I'm, go I, I, I'm taking me to Atlanta and I'm making my first million. Mm -hmm. What did you make your first million on? First million on the, the internet. Uh, okay. Yeah. Doing what? So a lot of things, actually promoting other people. I do a lot of promotions of different people, especially in the wealth building world, especially because that's where I got things um, started there. So things that regarding wealth, information in real estate, information in um, tax liens, information in how to slash your tax up to 60 to 70%. Um, I find people that have a great system, that's, they have a great system to actually you know, make big, large sales. Most of the sales, of the, you know, things that we sell have, are over a thousand, other big ticket items over a thousand dollars or more. So it's information products because there's a, a very low, uh, you know, it costs, what, $15 to put it together and you can sell it for thousands of dollars. So a lot of, a lot of it's, can, it's all come from there. How do you get paid? How do I get paid? I usually do a 50-50 split uh, with the speaker, with the person that's presenting or with the person that I'm selling their products for. And, and what do you actually do for them? I mark, well, there's two ways that I do it typically. Um, I actually run my own, I have my own newsletter. I have over a couple hundred thousand people on one newsletter, which is called Millionaire Minutes. And the other one, actually, I work with, I've selected two people that I'm only working with this year. You and collected them? Yes. That's so cute. Um, you should collect my husband, too. <laughs> he looks really good on a shelf. <laughs> no, but, you know, really, I've selected two people that I know that have, uh, you know, something great of value that they can help a lot of people make a lot of money with. And one guy, he traded over a billion dollars on Wall Street. Wow. And um, so he, he finally, he came to me, and he's been, you know, for the last three or two years, actually, he's been hounding me down trying to get me to work with him. And I totally decided not to until recently. And him and I started doing a lot of stuff together, but he actually teaches people. He has a home study course, and he's putting all his information, you know, how to, you know, how to actually win 9 out of 10 trades. And the guy is just absolutely usually wins nine or 10 out of 10 trades because wow. of the system he's got. And that's why the European bank chased him down. But now he's taking the information out to the world. And, you know, so basically I chose him, and I have another guy that's a tax attorney. He helps people slash their tax up to 60 to 70 percent. And he's got an absolutely awesome program, and I look for different characteristics in people, you know, when I choose to work with them in that way. But I also, um, in that way, just because I want to make sure that, you know, they keep on doing the same thing. They're not kind of shifting around, you know, sell one product and the next product. I mean, they have, they've had a steady or longer, like Drew's had a steady and long um, 
you know, he's been in business for right, a while and he's right. doing the same thing. Someone that's proven and respectable. Yeah, and all, not only that, I mean, big criteria for them is make sure they can, uh, they can sell. And if they can't sell and they can't fulfill, then I won't work with them. Right, well, I mean, because the only thing we have in this world is our reputation, so yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. So now, all right, so, it, so, it, so you're oh. extremely selective in the people whom you choose to work with, and they have to come with a track record. Mm-hmm. a presence about them that they can exude this awesome presence that will establish credibility and enroll people into the program that they're presenting. Mm-hmm. And you you are crafting their image in regard to having them speak live, creating on support materials. Okay. Yeah, on teleseminars. Okay, so these are all teleseminars. These aren't... Yeah, everything we're doing, everything that I typically do is on the... I, I, I'm kind of lazy. I like sitting on my butt making money in my underwear. So, <laughs> thank you. Boxer so, shorts or bra- <laughs> a blazer. That's a good visual, huh? No, but uh, it's literally, I, I do, and that's one thing. That's why I like sitting you know, behind the computer and making things happen. And one of the quickest and easy ways to establish your reputation you know, is, is basically online because you can get people subscribing to your newsletter or your easing, and that's what we did. I have free stock strategies with Chris, the guy that raised over, you know, that traded over $4 billion, and then the, and Drew, we have free stock or tax strategies. And then what I do is, and see, there's two parts to the whole way, is I promote them, but I also work with other people on the other end is teach people what I do and how I make them successful. So there's, you know, two sides to it, some congruent. I'm actually doing it, and I'm actually teaching it, too. Okay. You know what I want? Um, we need to go because our, our radio network here. is free to listening audience due to our awesome, awesome advertisers. But when we come back, Matt, let's focus on some of the things that you do. Mm-hmm. That reaches out and puts money in the pocket of the people that you do business with. So that's that, my favorite thing to talk about. There you go. Revenue generation. Woo! All right, you guys, <laughs> we're going to generate some revenue. We'll be right back with Matt Basic and Mick Jolly. Boxer shorts or blazer? Come dressed as you are at WebmasterRadio.fm. There's a lot of webmasters out there, and they all have traffic to send you. For them to send you traffic, they need to know who you are. Want to reach them? Heck, you need to reach them. To reach them, you need to be where they are. You need to speak their language. You need to tell them how you're all going to make money together sending traffic to your sites. Webmaster Radio is the place to reach them. Webmaster Radio is the place where webmasters, affiliate programs, and internet businesses come together to learn, share, connect and do business. Use banners? Buttons? Sure, you got those here. But if you want to put out the message that not only tells them what you do, but the spirit of your company, Webmaster Radio is the place. We'll put out a professionally produced radio spot that can be informative, entertaining, even silly. It'll get your message out to the Webmaster community and hey, we'll all do more business. Webmaster Radio, where everybody learns to make more money. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch. Media.com today. A road. 
goes by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Cover Story with myself, Brandy Shapiro-Babin, Mick Jolly of PR Web, and our very special guest today is Matt Basic. Welcome back, Matt. <laughs> Thanks. How are you? Oh, great. All right, so let's talk money, 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 money. All right. So you want to draft some revenue? Yeah, baby. All right. So, you know, do you have a quick question or how do you want to, how do you want to proceed from here? You know, you, you are the expert. This is all about people promoting themselves properly so they can bring to them what they want most, which is money and a great reputation. Yeah. Presenting themselves as the best of the best in their industry, you know, their business segment. I think what I'd like to kind of, kind of have you do, Matt, is if you just uh, (laughs) picture us being the audience you're going to promote, just give us a, give us a dialogue as to what steps you would walk us down to. You know, say we, we were selected as one of your, your two uh, premier candidates. And, well, let's just uh, say that you're one of my coaching students. That'd probably be easier. All right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be perfect. <laughs> and then, yeah, just walk us through the steps and, and uh, what great. you would do for us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the biggest things is, you you know, I don't – and li- the listeners that are listening right now and, and for those of you listening – um, you know, really think about what, and I, and I look on from the information side. So what kind of information do you have out there that, you know, that's, that's, there's a hidden gold mine inside you, and what is it that you can kind of pull out of yourself and to, that people would actually trade money for? And um, a lot of times you, you can find it. I, that, like, for example, the guy that I met, that he's, uh, he, he traded over $4 billion uh, on Wall Street. I mean, he traded billions of dollars on Wall Street. And, you know, he knew that he had this information inside them, and he knew that he can help people make a lot of money if he shared this information and his strategies. So there's something inside you that you have inside you. What is it? What can you pull out? And, and once you decide what that is, and that would be one of the biggest things, once you decide what that is, or maybe you already currently are, like if you're a tel- selling telephone systems, you're selling, you know, whatever your business is, you're selling web marketing, there's things that you personally know or that you can share with people regarding information. And if you can... you put that together and put it, you know, into more small clippets and just little bits and pieces mm-hmm. of it. People are actually going to be attracted to get that information because they're looking for it. Cool. You know? Now, Matt, let's, yep. let's say specific to either um, the Cover Story radio show mm-hmm. or let's say, or, you know, the Cover Story radio show internal to webmasterradio.fm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I can give you okay. the quick overview. Go ahead. Um, if you want. And then that way, because everyone who's listening is pretty familiar with the radio network. All right. So it would be interesting to hear specific you know specifically how you would promote this um or if someone wants to put their hand up in in the chat room as well you know let's go for that um but webmasterradio.fm is a 24 7 uh internet-based radio station that offers original programming um on industry specific information so each show reaches out to a different part of the listening audience and they're all hosted by industry leaders Mm -hmm. i mean everyone from you know chris tolls who was the co-founder of DMOZ um, Open Directory Project and is now the senior VP over at um, Topics.net, co-founder there, to the Wizards of Web, which are Brian and, um, 
and Jeffrey Eisenberg, two of the finest minds when it comes to conversions and ROI. The list goes on and on and on. Right. In between, in between the shows, which are very industry-specific and very targeted, there's music playing 24-7. You can dedicate a song. You can make a request, hang out in the chat room. Um, you know, it, 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 we really try to make it as, as interactive as possible. Right. Well, I think one of the biggest things, even looking at your website, the first thing that I would do is I'd have some kind of subscription box on here, um, you know, looking at that. And the big thing is we do two, there's two ways. I use email as a traffic generator. Okay. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't have that, um, they, they think, okay, I'm going to get people to sign up for my list and I'm going to get people to subscribe to my newsletter or my tips. But what you want to do is use it as a, as a, a traffic generator. You want to be able to send send them to locations. I noticed on your site here, and even when and the information that you have, you have a thing called Google AdWords. Well, that's a great revenue piece. Actually, all my, I personally, through Google AdWords, I really could probably quit doing everything, fire my whole staff, and, and just never work again because of all the money that we make from Google AdWords. And cool. the so and saying, I don't know how much money you guys are making there, but Google AdWords, you can go to Google.com. And for those of you listening, you can go to Google.com and it's forward slash ads, ADS, and there's a thing called AdSense. If you're a webmaster, you just take the, the code, you put it on your site. When people click on it, you make money. There's different terms out there that you can keep making more money on, more money on. Well, you don't have to fulfill anything. You don't have to do anything. You just just collect checks. I mean, right. every month Google sends you money. Right, which now, is nice. And if it's qualified, yeah. you know, then yes. Well, they take, yeah, they take it and they read your site and they find, you know, they put things on there that, that relate to it or that are relevant. And uh, Google AdWords is a good way. I typically, um, and that's what we use actually for your traffic generation, when you start getting people subscribing to your newsletter, let's say, that one thing that we do that's really, really extremely well is when pe- we give them tips. For example, if you are going to give people tips inside this newsletter, we actually direct them. We send a very short email so that it gets through the spam filters and it, so it, it gets through and it's just short enough for people to read. And mm-hmm. if they want to click on the information, or if they want to get the tr- all the information, the full story, what okay. they've got to do is click on the link, go to a site. Well, the thing about that site is, yes, you are getting all the information, but what's smack dab in the middle is AdSense. Okay. Okay. So it's a great way to generate more revenue for yourself. And not only that, you're giving people free. So even though you're sending emails out, you know, sending them free information, you're still, from a you know, webmaster point of view, you're still generating revenue for yourself Fabulous. and for your show and for everything else. Okay. Now, I don't know, you know, the big thing is, I mean, we pay for all our expenses and my house is paid for through it. My you know, office, I have an office here. Everything's all paid through because of the money that we generate through AdSense. Wow. Itself. So That's all our amazing. total expenses, and we even take 20% of that and put it back in our marketing. You know something, which is extremely smart to do, which is extremely smart to do. Now, I, I have to say the, the, the program's not working that, that well for us, um, but it's nice to have on there because the fact is if you've got traffic coming to your site, and it's not completely converting to listeners, or even if it is co- completely converting to listeners, but they're interested in other things that are applicable to why they're on the site, then, hey, to continue to send them someplace that allows you to make money and makes them happy mm-hmm. ain't such a bad thing. Right. So, not only that, you collect the checks in the back end, too. Right, right. Well, you know, money's good. <laughs> One of the things I noticed, uh, Brandy, that Matt does is a little bit different, whether you're going to his uh, link for Millionaire Minutes or what have you, he's not afraid to stop, create a little box right in the middle of his dialogue and put some of the AdWords right there front and center towards you. can't help but trip on them. They're not off on the right. They're not off on the left. You just you, you end up walking right across them. And who knows? You might occasionally click through. Yep. And that's that's something I haven't really seen at any other uh, site, other site uh, at least not that jumps out at me. 
right. Just a little so, different twist. Yeah, and so because a lot of people they look at it like every email they got to send out to sell something. A lot of people feel, you know, you see some. Well, from an internet marketer point of view, you get on people's lists, and you'll notice every email that you get in your email email box is selling something to you. Well, I'm kind of covertly, you know, making money off you, even though you don't realize I am. Right, which is which is great. I mean, you're maximizing each name. Now, how how have you collected? Let's say you you know you said you've got. 200,000 people in your email list. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, especially with the whole, you know, can spam thing, it's a pretty arduous task of, of keeping it clean. How do you get them to double opt in? How often do you send out um, information? What kind of information are you sending out that doesn't come off as spammy or intrusive? That's great. Well, those are three great questions, and I'll answer them this way. Um, first of all, one of the one of the ways that we, you know, do it is, well, of course, everybody's got to have an autoresponder in order to make it happen. But what we do is there's a couple. We have a names a site that people go to, and I call them in, like. There's different names for it. I the name I like for it is called like a name squeeze, a place people can go to. I have two different sites. My my main site that you probably if you if you went there, it's powerfulpointer.com. That's not my actual the site where I get all my subscribers from. I have another site out there that uh, that out there that the only purpose and the outcome that I look for is people to subscribe to my newsletter. There's no other thing that you can do. Either all you do is you subscribe or you or you leave, and that's pretty much it. So um, so I have two ways that people can get to me. One, by going to my site and signing up and, you know, the upper right-hand corner or going where the sign-up page. But that's not where I get the majority of my subscribers. The majority of my subscribers, I, I direct people to a specific site where the only outcome that I look for is to get them to subscribe because the value of people getting on there is pretty high. Now, with the different things out there like um, spam filters and things like that, it's very easy to get around them. Um, because you know everything that I am sending out there is totally legitimate anyway, and people did opt into my list. And one of the ways to do that, the spam filters work in multiple different ways. Um, and I kind of explained it this: there's two different ways. One on content, the content that you you send out there. So there's uh, the content, like for example, if if you're on my email list, you'll notice that when I spell free, actually I put F R and then a dot and E E just to make sure I could get to the spam filters. The reason I know that is because the spam filters and the spam filter companies that make the spam filters, they work kind of like the radar detector companies. Okay. Like I don't know if you've ever got pulled over, and I don't, you know, we don't kind of get in that discussion, but if you ever got pulled over or got you know picked up for speeding, right? You know, they have a they have those radar guns. Well. On the other end, you can actually go out and buy a radar detector. Well, the same company that makes the radar detector is the same company that makes the radar guns. Brilliant. Same thing happens on the Internet when it comes to spam filters. The same company that, company that makes spam filters also make the spam, you know, these things called, you know, that you can check your emails to make sure they'll go through the spam filters. So, oh, very cool. So, you know, it, it really helps. Out. It really helps out in a way. And there's a great one that people can go to and use. It's called Spam Assassin. Spam Assassin actually can webmasters might know it on one end as being the one that you actually install to make sure you don't get spammed through. But there's right. actually another Spam Assassin you can get that Spam Assassin makes for email marketers to go check to see if their emails are clean enough to go through their own spam filters. Right, right, right. Hey, so let me ask you a question. So now. Um, which is which is a very cool thing to know. Okay, so you were saying that we should have a subscription box on the mm-hmm. front of the site. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and one thing you want to know, even with a subscription box on the front of your site, I'll kind of explain it this way. And if you're familiar with terms with on your website, you want to look at your website because you want to understand the, the way that people, when they go to your site and the way that they read. When people go to your site, when they let's say they're going to Webmaster uh, Radio FM. When they go there, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to read left to right. 
Okay. The whole time. So the where you want to put it is over on the right there on the the left hand side at the top and left hand side. Now let's say that you choose not to put it there. Now when you're in your browser and you start, you notice when you start scrolling down. Okay. Uh, in your browser, there's actually people start reading differently. As soon as they start scrolling down their browser, they read differently. They read right to left. Okay. So actually, That's your Google time. AdSense right now, what I would tell you guys to do, I mean, I don't know how you can do it because of the way you're set up, but is the reason you're probably not getting that many people clicking on your ads right there is because you want to have it on the right-hand side because the only way that people are seeing, when people are seeing that, their actually eyes are going to be here on the far right-hand side. So that can increase the revenue on that one website itself. Okay, now let me ask you a question. These are all excellent, and it is, it's, it, I think it's so important to understand the mentality of how people t- absorb information, mm-hmm. but... Now, what does a subscription box mean, and what is it that you're trying to derive from having oh, a subscription absolutely. box? Well, on the subscription box, one thing that you want to make sure, and I've done a test with this. I've actually put up where you can fill in your first name, your email address, and I put a, a button where people can subscribe. I never put anything around it. People still did subscribe, but when I actually, and I did a, I, I test a lot of things on the Internet, so, and it still worked. People would go there. They didn't know what they were subscribing for, and they would still subscribe. Now, here's when things started changing. Okay. When I underneath where it says click here to subscribe now or you know sign up for free or whatever I had underneath that I put you know we respect your email privacy then I started noticing more people started subscribing didn't know what they were subscribing for but they felt good because you were respecting them yes and that's one thing and the one thing that you can put on there that'll <laughs> totally it'll help increase the opt-ins you have on your on your actual on your site if you're doing it that way so, you know, biggest thing, you know, getting back to the, the couple questions that you talk, we talked about at the beginning is I always recommend you have one site like Webmaster Radio dot, you know, Webmaster Radio dot FM is your, basically I call it a branding site. It's really branding your company, getting people, it's people, a resource where people go to. There's a lot of things for people to click through. But if you're looking to create like a, a newsletter where people will be able to know what's, you know, what's happening next or, you know, Webmaster Radio News, you know, I would actually find a, you know, go buy, build another site or set up another site where people can go and that's the only outcome that you're looking for is that get them to subscribe to that newsletter. Once you get them in there, then you've got them because a lot of traffic comes to your site and you're leaving and you're losing traffic or you're losing people. And to get people to that site, it's, uh, there's multiple things that you can do. I mean, multiple things. Uh, one of the quickest and easiest ways to make that happen is using things like Overture and Google AdWords and using campaigns, sending, just directing traffic specifically to your site to get them to sign up. Cool. And what I would do, what I've, what I've been finding and we've been testing for, for mine, when people sign up for that, I also have them go to a landing page, and the landing page is usually something that I'm offering. And I'm finding, nine, you know, uh, <laughs> like uh, I think it's two out of every ten that actually sign up for my thing are Boeing and buying you know, one of my new free CDs that they can get, and actually you pay for the... Wait, 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 that's an oxymoron, that's an oxymoron, that's an oxymoron. What do you mean? <laughs> well, they go in and they, well, you want to, what you want to do is have them go to a, have them go to the, you know, a subscription, you know, location where I'd call it like a name squeeze site, and then have them land back on your site, so then you can have them look at what you're doing, and I don't want to get off on that one subject, but, um, I think what he means by buying one of the free CDs is, uh, uh they pay for shipping, shipping and handling type Yeah, they just the pay for the shipping and handling, and okay. I just give them the CD for free. <laughs> oh, it does cost them something in shipping, but the CDs yeah. for free, yeah. I don't make any money off it, quite honestly. I, I just, whatever my fulfillment company tells me it is, that's what I charge them. Okay. They get the CD for free, they just got to pay for the shipping and handling. My and the upside to you is? But, uh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying the upside to you is? But the upside, the upside to me is, well, I'm getting buyers, quite honestly. And, uh, you know, buy, buyers are a lot better than free traffic 
or but you are collecting their names too. So you collect their names at the beginning. They get to see the offer, get to see something that you're selling, and you're getting them to buy. And what you're finding is the conversion on that site actually even gets higher because you do it that way. Because people are going in, they're subscribing to your newsletter, they're subscribing to your easy, and they're subscribing to your tips or your you know information, and then they're landing on a page that you want to have them something to offer. Um, and it really will increase. It'll increase the quality of the people that you have that are, you know, getting buying things from you. Cool, good. These, this is all good, very interesting information. Uh, may I ask you to stand by one more time? No problem. So we can uh, pay a little homage to our awesome advertisers. We'll be right back with cover story. WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Merchants offer your customers a billing solution with zero chargeback risk. Introducing DuoCash. DuoCash. And the revolutionary card that's just like using cash on the net. No credit card or bank account required. DuoCash is available wherever prepaid calling cards are sold or online at DuoCash.com. So ensure your customers' online experience anywhere they see PayByCash.com or DuoCash. And don't leave money on the table. Sign up with DuoCash, the official prepaid shopping card of the internet. Duo cash over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from info search media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you study show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust and nothing creates more trust and loyalty and well-written informative content high quality content also generates free search engine traffic content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. More and more women are experiencing amazing pleasures enjoying playful chocolates from PlayfulCash.com All natural gourmet Colombian treats that are simply sinful. As a PlayfulCash.com affiliate you'll enjoy weekly payouts up to 50% on all sales of these trademark and patented products. Multiple payout options, 5% referral fees and private labeling available. Isn't life sweet when playful is highly profitable? For more money making info visit playfulcash.com today commercials off now back to cover story we're reserving a headline for you hey everyone we are back with the very charming mick jolly from pr web and our guest today is matt basic from uh from a, a great site <laughs> Actually, the better the better one, and the one I'm talking about with the CD is instantexpertsystem.com is the one that we're talking about. That I Mick apologize was talking profusely. <laughs> I'm like women of many allergies today, which is a horrible. Um, yeah, but this is interesting. This is very interesting because what you, you do is you pick and choose working with people to help them uh, craft an image for themselves mm-hmm. and reach out to a public or create a public for themselves so that you can turn around and sell products or services and then sp- split the difference. Yeah, absolutely. And we do that through the Internet, and that's where the big thing happens there. And the biggest, you know, the big thing that I kind of, the reason we do the things that we do, because I realized at the beginning when we started doing this, is you can make a decent income selling products and services, mm-hmm. but you can become insanely rich when you control and create markets. That's very true, very true. So that's why we focus on getting those leads, generating leads, because you, can, you have that person, you have that person in your newsletter, you're easing for pretty much a lifetime unless they choose to unsubscribe. 
Okay. So you have the ability to keep on getting in front of them, getting in front of them, and making a lot of things happen. You know, maybe they don't want to buy from you now, but they'll buy from you in the future. I've had people that were on my list two years ago that finally came around, and now they're starting to buy because so they were started off as suspects. Now, let me ask you a question. So you send out your your e-zines or your newsletters, and in those, you're also inviting them to listen to these tele-seminars. Yeah. Well, the way that I set it up, quite honestly, is I don't personally send it out. The, the autoresponder does it all for me. Like Millionaire Minutes, the one that we talked about, goes on for two years. I basically sat down, spent one day, put two years' worth of information in there, and left it alone. <laughs> no, um, which, is, which is, okay, so... so Okay, great. So what you're basically saying is for very little work, you can get a lot of positive response. So now oh, after yeah. you go and you fill this thing up with two years' worth of information, you're being forward-looking, bam, you send it out. What's the next step? What, what's, what are you trying to sell them? Where are you getting your money from? Well, the money comes in multiple ways. Like one, I talked about AdSense. You know, that comes well, Okay, wait, well, let's get past AdSense. Okay. Only that, that's one. Yeah, yeah we'll get great. out of it. I mean, that's, that's one. Okay. But the second way, the second way is offering um, things like, well, we offer different things like e-books, you know, there's different ebooks that we do sell. Um, for example, we sell e- you know in ebooks. We also sell, but really, where the majority because there's there's do you make decent income selling that? But that's just you know goes back into marketing for us. But where we make a lot of money is on the teleseminars, and basically for you know a teleseminar is like a seminar you just got to be on the phone with. So, and we do a lot of those. Now we get hundreds of thousands of people on the call, and they're listening in to a speaker that at the end of the call is going to make an offer of something that he's going to sell for a okay. pretty big ticket. Well, let me ask you a question. So you got hundreds of thousands of people listening into each t- each teleseminar. Usually hundreds or thousands. We don't have I wish I had hundreds of thousands. Okay, of no, no, no. Okay, so you got hundreds or thousands of people. Now, is there a cost to them to participate? No, it's absolutely free. Okay. Okay. So they actually get they get a lot of free information, but they get an opportunity to get involved with the individual speaker that I have on there. Every call that every call that we do, um, the, the speaker has to sell something over a thousand dollars or more. Um, oh, in order to product. cover their costs. Yes, in order for me to it'd be worth me to send out an email for them. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. So, how long after you know, all right, you 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 set this person up? You're using your list, which is a qualified list, so people are going, "Wow, this is cool. He's got good information. I'm going to listen to this teleseminar. Cost me nothing, just my time." Mm-hmm. How long do you start seeing sales? After you've closed a teleseminar, are you are you closing oh, sales it. during the show? Yeah, we see it during the seminar. Uh, teleseminar typically we see them fifteen minutes before, right when they go into the. It's very interesting because we've been doing some trial closes um, in the middle, and during the trial close, we we pick up some right there. And at the end of the call, typically when people hang up the phone, um, they're either calling into an eight hundred number or they're going to the internet and and buying it right there. Fabulous. Now, why? Because I, I have to say, just for me as a person, I, I, I tend to be a bit on the dubious side. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to feel that, oh, my God, i got to go buy it now feeling. Mm-hmm. How do you inspire them to make that purchase while not spooking them as well? Uh, well, a sense of urgency. A lot of times, like with Chris, you know, Chris, was brand, Chris is brand new teaching people about stocks. You know, for example, his first call that he did to his list, we started together about five months ago. Well, within two months, he had a list about of uh, 5,000 people. He ended up putting a couple hundred people on his call, and on that call, he did $20,000. Well, and that was his first telecall ever. And the, what he, we ended up doing was, and he, he knew this is true because his, he's beginning. He just started. He only had so much information. Um, he put together a home study course, but he wanted to add on more things. So that's one thing that he said to him. He said, listen, I'm going to be adding on more things. The next telecall that I do, if, if I finish these audio visuals, then I'm going to have to raise the price. 
because right, it, he right, adds right. more value to it. So typically, so what ended up happening was we actually it, it's the the fortunes in the follow up. You make decent amount of income on the call, and I, we always do. But you make a lot more money when you follow up after the call. For example, if you email out and say, "Hey, listen, you know, Chris is doing another teleseminar." That's what I ended up emailing because that's what happened. We email out and say, "Chris is doing another teleseminar in three days, and he told me he's going to be raising the price to this much money. If you want to get in now, go ahead and get it, and you'll still get you know the new thing, and people will buy from there because they keep on you know he's adding more value to the product or the service that he had to offer." Interesting. Okay, so you get people in first, completely free. Because mm-hmm. they're tabula rasa. They don't know what to expect. Then they come out of it and they're like, oh, this seems really cool. You, you, you try to close them on a sale of something and then you remarket to them again by saying, hey, you enjoyed him so much before. Now, if you pay money, you're going to get all this extra, extra goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, and you close them. How many people do you need to have on staff, to, let's say, to, to do all the follow-up work? <laughs> Zero. No, just me or, you know, one person. You don't have to have anything to do with the follow-up, but typically we do it through emails. Okay. Yeah, we don't have, you know, there's no really call follow-up. The only reason we'd ever do a call follow-up would be because we have them call in. We do it one of two ways. And what we found on telecalls in order to generate, drive a lot of rev- revenue real quickly is people have got a phone in their hand, mm-hmm. so they're willing to, hang, you know, hang up the phone and call in right then. Kind of like a you know call this eight hundred number in order to make your order. Right, right, um, right. A lot of them aren't in front of a tele on in front of a computer, so we're not emailing them out. The reason we would ever have to call and follow up is typically because you know they left their expiration date or they left you know something off, so we have to have somebody call back. But you know, I, I don't do that anymore. But yeah, we have one person that does do that. But you really don't need it because you know typically what I've done if I, if I personally was the only one doing it, I would just email them back say, hey, look, we missed some information. Just email them, no email to you. I mean, if you're just missing an expiration date, it's not like they got you know you're not emailing their credit card number around. Right, right, right. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure if you were just you know establishing a different type of rapport with them. No, you know. No, a lot of our stuff's on the internet. And like I said, I'm, I, we we do extremely well. So I've got a little lazy about. No, things. that's you know something, but why not? Yeah. Why do you need to work harder to get the same results? I mean, yeah. and that's what we always try to promote at our show is, you know, how you can, you know, craft your image, be credible, and do it in the shortest, you know, how to get from point A to point B. Oh, yeah, but shortest. even think about it, even talking about crafting your image, crafting your image, and everything that you were just talking about, a great way to do it through a telecall, even if you're, I don't care what you're selling, if you're talking about the benefits and the features or the, you know, the things that you have, a teleseminar is a great way to do it. And I've even, we've even done where it's a total teaching call about, you know, a piece of software, and we don't even do a sales pitch at the end. But what we're finding is we're still getting people calling in, hey, I heard you talk about this one piece of software, you know, where is it, how can I get it, I want it now. Right, well, you know what, and that makes a lot of sense for the listening audience and I, you know, something we agree with, because after this, after our radio show, I actually have a new advertiser who I'm going to be coaching mm-hmm. in regard to how to do uh, interviews on, on the various radio shows. And something that I'm, I feel very strongly about is you don't get on and you don't start beating your chest about, you know, I'm the smartest and we get the best products and blah, 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 blah. If you establish credibility, you know, if you can come off as being charming and, and rolling and all that good stuff, like people like to listen to you. But then more importantly, you know your marketplace. Yeah. And you can talk extremely well in, in a way that people can identify with you. And you establish credibility that, like, you know your stuff. Then people are going to go, well, wait a second. Who's that guy, Matt? Oh, he's really smart. He understands the marketplace. Who does he do business with? How can mm-hmm. I get involved with him? Because there's no threat. You've given up some information that establishes the fact that, like, you know what you're talking about. 
And, um, and I think it's much easier to do a sell that way. I mean, I think there's two ways that you, that you either do a, a super hard sell or you really set yourself up as an expert in your arena. Don't put a lot of pressure on people and they will come forward out of intrigue. Yeah. Because if you got something going on, I want a piece of it. And I'll give you one thing that I do on a telco. See, I, I'm not the hard closer. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I get the hard closers on because I know they can drive a lot of revenue for me. But we have a different, different model that's set up. And this would be great for anybody that does free consultations, free coaching, or anything like this. And this is how we used to do it. I will be changing my model, but it works extremely well. <laughs> on the telecall, uh, while I'm on there, I say, listen, folks. You know, right now I gave, and I go through like step by step and exactly what to do. I said, right now I'll give you a 30 minute over the phone one on one consultation with one of my free, you know, top strategists. And all you got to do is call in this number right now and they get a free strategy session. And what we, we ended up doing a call, I had five, every time I have 75% of the callers that are calling in will call in and get a free strategy session after the call. And then I have a sales team that's actually, you know, a sales team that will actually call them and communicate with them afterwards. And they'll go in there, they'll give them some strategies and then some tips. And then they'll, you know, they'll work on, you know, bring them into the program. But the strategy session, you know, strategy session or maybe a free coaching session or maybe a free consultation, it works extremely well from a, from a teleseminar because people are like, wow, you know, you shared this information with me. Now I want more. And, you know, I say only the serious people you know, should call in. If you're not serious about, you know, making this happen in your business, then, you know, it really won't be good to call. Right. But if you are serious, please call in because we can help you. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's excellent. extremely well. Yeah, and you're, and you're, and you're pre-qualifying and, and whatnot and giving people some, people like something for nothing. And they like people to get their feet wet before jumping into the deep end. And talking about jumping into the deep end, you guys, we're at the end of the show. Oh, wow. This has gone. Wow. Very, very quickly. Yeah, um, and I don't think we even scratched the surface on, uh, on some of the other stuff that Matt's uh, been involved with and, and has uh, helped to uh, promote in the past with working with some of the very notable individuals out there that he has, such as Kiyosaki and others. Um, it would certainly be interesting to learn more about that side of his life at a future point in time. Yeah, I yeah, think absolutely. that we should have you back, Matt. And this was awesome for you to come on and, and really give our listeners um, some great stuff to think about. Well, can I give him a free place to go to? Can you give them? A, are you going to give them something for free once they yeah, get there? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Because we're all yeah. about free it's stuff. Unlimited. No, if uh, you want to learn like the system that I'm talking about, just go to unlimitedleads.com and unlimited-leads or promoting. Actually, a probably better one would be go to www.promotingtips.com, and you can go there, sign up, and you'll give you information about teleseminars and um, how to actually build your list and things, things just like that. Hey. That's awesome. You guys, check it out. Matt Basic, are we saying your name properly? Yes, you are. Hey, we like that. Very good. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on and being a guest on Cover Oh, I appreciate Story today. each and every one of you guys. Yeah, well, that's cool. We Thank appreciate you. you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Matt. Thank All right. You. So, hey, guys, uh, Mick, another, another cover story down. Another cover story, another excellent episode, and uh, we'll look forward to next week. Yay, and everybody, hang out, because uh, today at... 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got Next Stuff Now with a very handsome, also the very charming, very knowledgeable, very Silicon Valley, Chris Tolls. Um, and that is Next Stuff Now, your sneak peek behind what's coming down the technology highway. And then, of course, tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, God. Oh, God, I forgot. Poor Monty. Then we've got Monty's show. He's not poor. Um, is <laughs> Monty and Moniker. Monty Mo- from Moniker. We have Domain <laughs> Masters. And tonight, you guys, Matt Cutts from Google will be on. And Adam from DN Forums will be on. It's a show not to be missed. 
And I'd get into that lounge if I were you and ask those very pertinent questions that you want of Mr. Google himself. Um, then tomorrow, Thursday, we've got Rainmaker with Essie Guru and myself. And uh, that brings you right back on Monday for Wizards of Web, our newest show with uh, Jeffrey and Brian Eisenberg. It's all about conversions and ROI. So, Mick, what do you say? Hey, I say it's a close, and then, or a wrap, I guess would be the right right. There phrase. you go. <laughs> the there wrap. you go. <laughs> all right, peace out.